What's up, people? It is Adam Hunter here. I am still out of the country, so I'm doing a best of some of my favorite interviews I've done over the years, and I've had a chance to interview the now UFC champions back before they were champions. I interviewed Max Holloway. I interviewed Amanda Nunez. I interviewed Khabib. And I interviewed Kamiro Usman. Kamaro Usman, as well as Max Holloway, Khabib, and Nunez. Uh, and uh, I want to share some of those interviews that I did because uh, they were awesome. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed talking to these amazing athletes. And uh, hopefully... You'll enjoy them too. Uh, first of all, I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, people, marijuana is legal in California. So get it delivered to you. Speedweed.com. Follow them at Speedweed. They will take the marijuana to you. You don't have to leave the house. Uh, they deliver weed. Uh, they deliver um, CBD. They have vape pens. They have marijuana beef jerky, they have marijuana macaroons, all kinds of stuff. You think of it, they have it, and they will get it right to you. Mention MMA Roasted, use the code, you get $10 off, $100 or more. They're great people too. It's Gino. He's a good dude. Great dude. Great friend of mine. Good people. Big fan of the sport. Check them out. Also, Santa Cruz Medicinals, okay? Potent CBD-infused coconut oil, olive oil, MCT oil, vape pens, and more. It's gluten-free, it's vegan, it's paleo, and sugar-free. It's lab-tested, okay? I use this stuff, and it is awesome. I cook with it. I cook with CBD oil, and I feel so much more relaxed afterwards. So, check them out at Santa Cruz Medicinals. And you can go to scmedicinals.com, scmedicinals.com. Use Roasted for $5 off. Orders $100 or more. They have CBD face mask, okay? Great gift for your girl or even for you if you want to you feel better. Uh, they, have, they have CBD infused Italian dressing, okay? Yeah, Italian dressing. Uh, they got all kinds of stuff. They got, they got CBD infused clay mask, okay? It's a great way to, to quell redness and inflammation. Okay, it's, it's my go-to for exfoliation. I like to exfoliate, okay? And their mask contains real lavender in there and is made with French green clay, all right? French green clay. That's, uh, I'm telling you, your girl will love it. She'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe you're thinking of me. People like what you think of them. My wife likes that. Now, we're talking to the champions, okay? They weren't champions back then, but I knew, okay? Because I don't talk to you just when you're, when you're, everyone else loves you. I talk to you when not many people love you, or not as many people love you, okay? But I talk to you beforehand. I like to talk when you're, when you're, when you're new, when you're coming up. That's what I talked to Nunez. I talked to Nunez before her fight with uh, Kat Zanganu, okay? I talked to Max Holloway back when he was like, I don't know, 11. Uh, not, he, was, he was young. I talked to Khabib, but I knew Khabib, okay? And we talked to Ali Abdulaziz. He was on the podcast too, all right? And uh, so we talked to all of them. Uh, we talked to and, and Usman back when he won the Ultimate Fighter. Okay, they're all on the show today. You could hear 
their interviews from back in the day, uh, and uh, it's awesome. If you like comedy, you want to see come see me. You can come see me at uh, next week. I'm at the Laugh Factory in Reno, Nevada. Uh, that's March 17th to the 21st. Laugh Factory in Reno, Nevada. And then in April, April 19th and 20th, I'm at the Black Box Theater. Okay. Uh, April 12th, by the way. No, uh, March 12th, I'll be at the Comedy Store uh, in California, in Hollywood. And then March 13th, I'm at the San Miguel Casino. Uh, and then where am I? Uh, in May, May 17th, I'm at the Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. I'll have more May dates as well in, uh, for New York. And then in June, I am at the House of Comedy in Arizona. July 1st to the 8th, that's Fight Weekend. I'll be in Las Vegas at the Stratosphere. And then in August, I got more dates. Uh, just go to adamhunter.com, adamhunter.com. And if you want to hear my comedy right now, some of my jokes, you can go to Pandora, download, uh, not download, just put in Adam Hunter Still Broke, Adam Hunter Dysfunctional, Adam Hunter Inappropriate, another name I see, Adam Hunter Inappropriate, as well as Adam Hunter Needs Help. They're all on there. They're on Spotify. They're on Pandora. You can listen to it now. And if you shop on Amazon, go to adamhunter.com, click on the Amazon banner, and then order whatever you want because that helps me out. So uh, hope you guys enjoy these uh, interviews from back in the day. Thank you so much for listening and hope you have a great life. Take care. The Moldova guilt. All right, so let's call uh, Khabib right now and his manager, Ali the Sheik, and uh, let's talk. Khabib, how's it going, brother? I'm very good, very good. It's an honor to have you on the show, man. Yeah, about a big round of applause. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, we are, we are, we're, you're here with uh, me, T-Rex, and another girl from, uh, from uh, around your area, Marina Shafir. Hi. Uh, nice, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. <laughs> please, please, guys, uh, please, no speak speed. Oh, very good. Cool. Yes. A little, little bit slow, please. Abbreviate. No problem, no problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Cock the lot. Now, Khabib. Okay, thank you so much. Now, Khabib, yeah. I was looking at some of your uh, your fights. Have you ever lost a round in mixed martial arts? Uh, what, what's the what's what's no, no, no issue? No, right? Never, never. You never, never. lost. You never lost one round in twenty-two fights. Uh, why? I, think I never, I never lost one minute. You never lost one minute Ooh, in twenty-two yes, fights. Yes. Why are you yes, not? The, why are you not the number one contender? I am number one contender, and everybody knows this. And Dana White knows this. Lorenzo Fertitta knows this. Joe Silva knows. Everybody knows it. I am number one contender after that action. What do you think there? No, no, of? Benson. No, Benson. Benson lose. Eddie Alvarez lose. Cowboy Sanon lose a lot of time. I beat Rafael Dos Anjos. And after Melendez, you know who number one contender. After Melendez. Wow. Now, now, how do you think a fight, what do you think happens? Okay, let's say Pettis beats Melendez, which I think is going to happen. No, no offense, Gilbert. It's going to be a good fight. I like both of them. What do you think happens between you uh, and Pettis, or even you and Gilbert? What do you? How do you think that that that, that fight goes? You know, if I have a fight versus Pettis, I think he fight twenty five minutes all the time. He fight, and uh, I know he's very good striker, very good kick, but uh, I don't think he he have very good boxing. 
he have very good kick only have very good kick no bad experience he champ you know but i am i am another level and my pressing my top control my wrestling my spirit i think is uh, very bad for him and if i if i have fight versus uh, petis i think he fight all the time mm. the whole fight the whole fight he fights so you, you think it'll go 25 minutes No, he said he flies. I said he flies, flies, oh, he, oh, he like, flies. like, like, like chicken, like chicken. You understand? Oh, <laughs> he flies the whole time, like a chicken. He flies, flies. Let's I am eagle, you know. I am eagle, and I think uh, now I have. You see my last two, three fights. Everybody, guys, fly. Uh, now I have in USA after gone. You eagle island. Yeah, you have eagle island because you just throw yeah. guys around. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Now, uh, now let's we'll talk about your uh, where you grew up. You actually grew up in uh, Dagestani. Which Dagestan seems to have great fighters come out of there. What is it about Dagestan that's producing all these great fighters? You know, I am in Dagestan. Uh, I am born Dagestan. I am from Dagestan. I love Dagestan. For me, it's number one place in that Dagestan. But for me, need living in U.S. My rehab, my knee, my language is in U.S. Very good. Uh, I'm living in Dagestan. All time, I prefer my wrestling time. In my city, have seven Olympic champion gold medalist freestyle wrestling, and Dagestan number one place freestyle wrestling in the world. And you know, all guys in Dagestan have very good background wrestling background. And if I am Dagestan, I prefer my wrestling. I come U.S. I prefer my top control and striking. And my language too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I, I, li- I like mix Dagestan and and uh, US. It's, I think it's very good for me. Yeah, they can't handle your dag your daggy style. <laughs> <laughs> Can't handle your daggy style. I love that. <laughs> now, um, now, now, your father was a black belt and a world champion fighter, correct? No, my father. Uh, my father, young, uh, he student in Ukraine. Uh, he before he young guy, he training in Ukraine. He champ freestyle wrestling, Dagestan, and he champ sambo and judo. Ukraine national national champ, Jesus. and he have very good mix judo, sambo, freestyle, and he training training with me. He trained me all all my all my life, and you know my father for me is number one, and he he very motivate for me, and he control my diet, he control my discipline, my training. Everything. If I know have father, I uh, I think I am no fighter. But thank you so much, my father. My father for me is number one. Yeah, well, he did. That's, a, he, that's awesome. He did a great job. Now I have to ask though. There's a video of you fighting a bear, uh, <laughs> and like you're like I think you're eight years old and you're wrestling a bear. Uh, was that safe? Isn't that kind of <laughs> dangerous? You know, it's dangerous, but before, you know, you see this video is young Bill, young Khabib, and uh, I think now this bear is very old, but uh, I very miss this bear, but I don't know where this bear. This video in Zoo, in Caucasus, and um, I I know forget where this video, but I'm very young guy, 
And, uh, you know, it's crazy video, funny video. I like this video. <laughs> now, you, you submitted the bear twice uh, by Rear Naked Choke. Uh, did the bear want a rematch? Maybe, maybe Bill won't rematch, but, you know, now Bill understand. I am number one contender like <laughs> UFC. And I, I think he's a li- little bit... He's a little bit scared. He, he understands now. He, oh, I am number one contender. It's no good match for him. <laughs> now, who, who do you think wins, Pettis or the bear that you beat? I think Bill's smashing. <laughs> you, you see, Bill, Bill, this Bill is no easy. It's no easy money, you know. This Bill, he take, take me down three, four times. You know, it's very tough Bill. This Bill very bad for Anthony Pettis, I think. It's it's true. It's true. Uh, we have the bear here, actually. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 bear. Do you think that you can be? Do you think you could be? Could be bear? <laughs> I don't know. That the bear seems like he's hungry. He. Uh, <laughs> Hey, give, give, give your address. I come now. <laughs> wow. I don't know. It's, 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 it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Now, uh, if, you give, if you give me address, I come now and you, you see my, my wrestling match was. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you. Now you, uh, Khabib, you, you famously had a T-shirt that said, uh, "Sambo is better than jujitsu," right? Yes, yes. Now, do you believe that? I believe that. You know, I am two-time combat sambo world champion, and uh, I believe combat sambo style better for BJJ uh, for MMA. And I think BJJ is no bad, you know, but a lot of BJJ guys lose in UFC. He knows have uh, good uh, good takedown and but he have very good underground, you know. But if BGG and Combat Sambo mix, I think it's very tough. Yeah. But I think BGG, BG in Combat Sambo style better for MMA. I mean, it seems to be. I mean, it's they're both. You know, it's it's hard to say one's better than the other, but uh, whatever's more effective, uh, I guess, for the fighter. Sambo, Sambo is very. A lot more aggressive. Some more aggressive. No, judo, no, judo number one. Judo <laughs> yeah, number one. judo's number one. <laughs> no, <laughs> judo no bad, no bad judo. No Ali bad. says it's judo. Combat sambo. In combat sambo, you know, you have uh, small gloves, you have shorts, and you 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 can you can punch, you can kick, you can take down, you can leg leg uh, leg locks. Submission, choke, everything, everything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it seems like a lot of guys. Like I know Josh Barnett's right. Barnett's into that. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you know, it's, it's it's crazy the hybrid. And then Fedor. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. Fedor was you know, great example of someone who used combat sambo. And his brother. And his brother, uh, who I think is um, got some issues now. Uh, now, as far as uh, girls wise, so I know Khabib. I know that you're a, you're a good looking guy. You're you know you come over here. You're 22 and 0. Are are like the chicks just flocking to you? Are you getting tons of tons of uh, Eastern European puss? I mean, what's what's going on? 
Hey, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. I have I have wife, one and a half years. Oh, and con- and congratulations. You know, I, and you know, I, I have wife, and uh, I, I, I think I'm a very loyal guy, I think. And my religion say me is no good. If you go party, if you go smoke, drink, woman, it's no good for me. And mm, I can't this. I can't this. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. I'm sure there are a lot of women there are very, very disappointed. Maybe one of them like me, but you know, but uh, it's not my style. A lot of women no, like you, but you have to turn them down. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know out of all the girls at over at uh, American uh, uh, AKA, it's you and uh, out of, all, out of, out of all, all the guys that train there. Does Luke Rockhold is he the guy that gets the most chicks? Uh, Luke Rockhold is Playboy. <laughs> He's number one fight. You know now he this weekend he have big fight versus Michael Bisping. I believe he knock out first round and after that. And he is number one contender next year, middleweight division. And, you know, Luke Rockhold, uh, all the time I come, okay, he's very help me. This guy is a very loyal guy, very support guy. And I want to say good luck, my brother. I want you smash Michael Bisping at, and after you go title fight, I believe. Nice, nice, nice. Well, hey, Khabib, it was a, a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Say hello, my dear. Uh, uh, Ali, let's let's get you on for a second, or a minute, or two minutes. I'm back. What's how, up, how, guys? How are you? So now you're 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 managing Khabib now. Yeah, he was my little brother, man. He's uh, he's been living with me here in Vegas for about three, four months. I'm helping him with his judo a little bit because he thinks wrestling is better than judo, but he's not the judo truth. is the best. Yes. Um, and. Uh, and we just been fun, man. You know, he's a good kid, very dedicated. I never seen anybody more dedicated. Him and Frankie Edgar is probably the most dedicated people I ever met in my life. You know, that's great, man. You know, well, you know it's it's, it's the great. guy. The guy doesn't miss a beat, man. He has an ACL surgery. He, he he he's a whole course. Yeah, seems like it. Now, uh, uh, I got to ask you. Recently, um, GSP was in an interview and said that he's he was oh, with yeah. you in a car and saw a UFO. Man, listen, this thing happened like seven years ago, okay? And uh, it, was, it was, I think it was George, me, Rashad, and Mike Van Arsdale. Yeah. Was, I, I don't know if that was a UFO. I, I don't know, to be honest with you. But this thing was really, really close. And uh, it was a, a crazy shape in, in, uh, in the sky, you know? And uh, I didn't know what it was. And, you know, I never told nobody about it. And uh, crazy, George called me like a, one month, and he was in... Maybe it was his girlfriend or somebody. He's like, hey, Ali, what do we see in New Mexico? And he said, they have somebody on speaker. And I explained what he said because the, the people with him, they didn't believe him. They think he was crazy. But, you know, I don't want to talk about it because people already think I'm crazy. And if I say it, they're going to they're gonna confirm I'm crazy. But this is true. You know, it, it, it did happen. Rashad confirmed it. George confirmed it. I confirmed it, you know. Okay. I don't know if it was a UFO or what, but it was a... It's the craziest, biggest shape I ever seen. Can we confirm you know? how much alcohol was in <laughs> the car that day, or in that car that day? <laughs> One thing about me, I never drink liquor in my life. So you I, really I never, believe that, drink. like, it was an alien? Maybe it was a UFO. Maybe. You, yeah. I, I don't know what it was. 
it was right after training. Wow. Uh, it was right after training. Uh, it was just uh, it was, all right. It was, all it, it, it was in New Mexico. All it needs to be a UFO is an unidentified flying object. If they couldn't identify it, then it's a UFO. Like I can't identify what that is. I, man, I'm, I'm Egyptian. I don't know what the UFO is. When I first come here, I was living in Colorado spring for like many years, and people said they always saw him, but I never saw it. Did you sign the UFO uh, for the World Series of Fighting at the time? Or no? <laughs> no, I, I, have, I have to see his skills. I'm going to do a tryout with the UFO. <laughs> By the way, congratulations on the World Series of Fighting. You guys are doing great, man. You guys are killing it. Uh, you got a big, a big thing coming up, right? Big fight coming up? Yeah, we have three title fights. Uh, you know, uh, relied on NBC Sports. We are on the same, uh, same day as the UFC and uh, Bellator. And I, I told everybody, you know, our fight card, I think, is great. They should DVR the UFC and DVR Bellator and watch our fight card and stuff. <laughs> Watch the UFC after and uh, Bellator. But we have three title fights. Um, David Brand versus Yushin Okami, uh, Jessica Aguilar versus Calendra, and Melvin Galar versus Justin Geshi. And it's going to be a firework. I'm excited. And it's going to be great, man. That's and great. Be, you know, it's, it's a great night for MMA fans. You know, they have three shows. You get to watch the three of them. But if I was them, if you want to see knockout and finishes, you watch and tune, watch where it is a fighting 15. Uh, in Tampa, Florida. And that's what you need to watch, and you can DVR all the other shows. Now, I was really happy that uh, my buddy Smilino won. He looked great. Smilino, yeah, man, he's, he's very, you know what, man? Uh, this kid is very, very talented, you know? And, uh, just nobody really want to give him the opportunity, and he have a little setback, but he, he's very young, man. And, uh, yeah. He never really have a, a big training camp, and uh, I'm looking forward to see how, how good he can develop, you know? And you guys just signed, uh, the guy with, you guys just signed a guy with, with one leg, correct? I, you know what? That's not correct. That, oh. was, that, that was a mistake. Uh, we used the local promoter down there, and he talked to the kid, and but uh, we did not sign this guy. I mean, he's not going to sign for us. But Are you him. interested in signing him? You know what? Uh, I, I have no problem on signing guys. They can because he's a very good grappler. But to be honest with you, like they kind of we give Nick New the opportunity, and uh, Nick New fought on NBC, and kind of like a lot of the fans kind of give us uh, crap, you know. But I think everybody needs an opportunity. But I think this kid, maybe he needs to go out there and fight a couple more tough fights. And listen, if he can prove himself, I think anybody, everybody should give him an opportunity. Bellator, UFC, us, people like that need to be opportunity. Right. They need to get an opportunity, you know? No, I think, yeah, we were saying, uh, yeah, no, definitely. No, honestly, you guys, uh, you guys are putting on a really good fight. And then uh, what's the name look great right in your last fight? Jake Shields got a, a really quick finish the last fight. Yeah, listen, Jake Shield, you know, he, he has the same game for the same year. You know, he dominated a lot of people. He dominated guys like uh, Tyrone Woodley, uh, Dan, Dan Henderson. You know, Jake Shield is a legend. You believe it or not, he beat a legend. He said if you become a legend, you have to delete the legend. You know, he beat Carlos Condic. He beat Robbie Lawler. He beat, he beat all the top guys right now. Lucky enough, we have him. And uh, he's he probably going to get the winner between Jake uh, Paharis and Fitch. Are you concerned no. that you're signing too many fighters? Uh, no, I'll say I'm not signing any more fighters. We just have enough guys right now to keep it going. And uh, we good. Hey, I want to ask a question. The girl's on your show. She's a judo girl? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, she's a black belt in judo, uh, a, a second-degree black belt in judo. She's a uh, she's she's badass girl. She's uh, got a huge following. 
huge following. Pe- people know her. Okay. I like Judah people, man. I did Judah for 22 years, and I, and I, and I love Judah. This is, I like Judah people. We're good people. I always cheer for Rhonda. Always, always. <laughs> but no, but you said the judo people were mad at you or something, right? Didn't you say Well, that? no, the USA judo community, they're not mad at me. It's just I could care less of what the fuck they're doing with their lives. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I, it's funny because um, I lived at the Olympic Training Center for uh, for five years. Uh, I trained with 80. You know, I went to the Olympics in 96. And after that, I moved here. And I trained with, with a lot of the judo people, like Orlando, Orlando Fuentes, Brian. Orlando's uh, Brian a man. Olsen. Uh, at Sue Han and all those guys and Rick Han and we were all training together and I'll tell you something man when I first moved to America I did not speak a lick of fucking English and uh, Ed, Ed Lady and all those guys they took me under their wing they got me a place to stay and I trained with them for five years man and uh, you know when Hillary, was this? can, I, uh, can you say again? 96? Yeah. things have changed a lot for the worse but you know what I'll tell you something these judo guys they're not taking care of the country like for Egypt they pay for us for everything yep. these guys have to pay for us to go for tournaments they have to pay for us for a lot of stuff and when, when I was competing for Egypt I, I was living like a king but yeah. I come here they, 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 the USAC provide you with you know food and housing whatever but they, they don't pay for nothing man. No, and a lot of the judo players they just broke. Yeah, that's you know? why judo here, it's never going to thrive and it's never going to have a, a good audi- audience because the country yeah, does not yeah, value it. You have a lot it's of good coaches. I, I think it's a lot of, like, Eddie is a great coach. I think Jimmy Peters is a great coach. You have a lot, a lot of good coaches. And I think if the government, you know, the U.S. government, it doesn't sponsor the U.S. Olympic Committee. It's a private sponsor. And I think if the U.S. government get behind it, you're going to see Brazilian Olympic champ. Not... Which, not just the judo program in the U.S. They do not. People do not help it. No, they don't. They, you know, the country. They don't. Even, they even behind. cancel the program. I think now at the Olympic Training Center. They don't even have program anymore. All right. Well, this is bitter judo talk here on the MMA Roasted Podcast. <laughs> uh, I think it's still huge in Glendale, though, uh, with the Armenians. They, they seem to love judo. Uh, Carl Parisi. These guys like, like a Russian-style judo, like yeah. fire, fire. Carl McGarry. <laughs> yeah, like Cuban-Russian judo. Carl Parisian. Yeah, yeah. Although, I got to say, in MMA, between Ronda and Hector Lombard, and I guess there's a kid from Australia fighting this week that's huge. It's uh, an Olympian from Australia. Uh, he's a two-time Olympian in, in judo. Yeah. yeah, he's fighting this week. Zach something, uh, right? Mm. Uh, I don't know. We have him on. Uh, he's fighting the guy that was on our show two awesome. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it seems like it's making a big comeback, or it's... Not it's not like it went anywhere, but it's. You're still I think Ronda can beat some of the guys at thirty-five pounds. I really believe Really, you think you, you honestly you think Ronda could beat some one thirty-five pounder men? Some of the guys, not the top guys, but but some, I think Ronda can beat some. I I'm not just saying that. Ronda, you know, not like I know Ronda very well and stuff, but not like great friends. Not like I'm kissing her butt, but it's like she's she's different level of athlete. She's mean. She's ferocious. I believe she can beat some of the guys at one thirty-five. I. What Who guys? Huh? Well, uh, which ones? I'm not gonna call their names. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> uh, how do you think she does against Brian Caraway? Huh? Against Brian Caraway, how do you think she does? Man, I'm not gonna put nobody on the spot. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm not I know. I know. Ali, Ali, you're a great guy. It was a thanks for having you and Khabib on. That, Ali Abdelaziz. That was so much fun. Uh, Thank you. Good, good luck with everything. Congratulations with all your success. Nothing but the best for you and your family. It's a pleasure, man. It's an honor to have me on your show, guys. Always, I, I leave your shows a smile. 
You know who you need to get on your show? You need to get Hansel Gracie on your show. That's who you need to get on. Yeah, we do. Anytime. Any, uh, do, I'll, I'll call him. I'll call him. I'll let, I'll let him get on his show soon. Please. I love Hanzo. We'll, we'll, we'll have Hanzo on next week. Whenever Hanzo wants to come on, we're, we're having Hanzo Gracie on. You, you got it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Later. All right. So we have the beautiful... Amazing Amanda Nunez, who's got a big fight coming up against Kat Zingano. Amanda, how are you? Good. How are you? G- good. So uh, what's new? How's training? Where are you? What's going on? Talk to me. Well, things good. You know, training now is good. They start training hard for the fight. And then everything is going to be great. Yeah. Now, you're from, you're from Brazil, correct? Exactly. You came now, and then you uh, you started boxing when you were 15 years old. Uh, started yeah. started doing jujitsu a little later. Had your first fight uh-huh. coming back. Uh, your 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 one one uh, one of your fights. I, I watched you knocked out uh, a girl in 16 seconds. It was uh, it was brutal. Uh, a, a a brutal knockout. It was uh, it, it was it was pretty damn awesome. So uh, who uh, actually Julia Bud? 16 seconds. You knocked her out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In strike force. In strike force. That was that was that was awesome. Uh-huh. That was damn. A, now, I mean, ha, there hasn't even been like a, a crazy knockout in the UFC like that before. Is this something that you're that you're like planning on doing to Kat Zingano? Should I get me? Is is that something you're planning on doing to Cat? Just knocking her out? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I always go to to finish my fight, and then uh, with in this fight with Cat, same thing. I go to finish for sure, whatever the, uh, the fight go, stand on the ground, I go to finish it. Yeah. Now, where where are you living right now? In Miami, Florida. Right. And are you training over where? Huh? Where where are you training? I train in MMA Masters. Say it again. MMA Masters. Uh, MMA Masters. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. Nice. Right. Who who are some of the fighters that you tra- that you uh, train with? I train with Ricardo Lamas. Nice, Ricardo Lamas. That's Ricardo a- Lamas. Pablo Afonso. Nina Insaroff. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So, Amanda. So, uh, so when did you move here to America? <laughs> I moved here in two years. I had two years here. I'm here. Two years ago. Nice. Was it hard? Was it hard to adjust from uh, from uh, Brazil? Was it hard? Was it a hard move? No, no, because the, the climate here, Miami, you know, uh, same looking look like you know, playing in Brazil. Mm. Yeah, but culturally, was it was it a difficult move? Yeah. Was it hard to learn English? A, li- a little bit, you know. I try very hard to speak, and I think a couple more, couple more years, I, I speak, you know, very good English. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You speak better English than I do, and I've been here since, for thirty six years. So yeah, there's uh, no way I could pick up uh, yeah, Portuguese, Portuguese that yeah. fast. Yeah, no, your English is pretty good. Now, um, uh, you were, you know, when when you started MMA, uh, there was a lot of hype behind you. Uh, you you won your first six fights. You were you were just killing people, uh, and then you you ran into Alexis Davis. That was a hard fight for you. 
she uh she you lost to her in the second round. What did, now what did you learn from that fight? I learning for my life I you know, I need to stay in one gym, you know, try to find the best gym to train it. And for this fight with Alexis Davis, I don't you know, I don't have any more gym fixed. Uh, I go to training. Now I have I have a good gym, you know, the best coach, the best training partner. And then I think he I think I I lost this fight because I don't have one very good gym to training and then prepare for this fight with Alexis Davis. Yeah. That's right. I try, you know, uh, uh, try finishing this fight in the round because I, I know, I know in this fight, I go to second round and I don't, I don't have too much guys to, to finish it. That's right. I'm, I'm not training for this fight at all. And then, thank God everything happened in my life very good. I show, I show everybody, you know, and then now I have this big opportunity to fight that. Then I wanna show. I wanna show everybody. I'm ready for be a champion. Nice, nice. Now, uh, do you have a a, a boyfriend? No. Oh. Are you looking for one? <laughs> <laughs> no, right now. <laughs> right now, I'm focusing to, you know, in this fight. Uh, and then, after that, I think it's gonna be very good for my life. Right. Now, nice. do, do a lot of guys hit on you because you're Brazilian and you're pretty and they go, hey, how's it going? And a lot of guys... It happened like, a lot. It happened a lot. Yeah. It happened, but... <laughs> so, we focus in training and, and you know, my, my career in the, in the first line right now. So, all right, let's say I'm a guy, I'm in, like, Miami, and I, I see you, I'm at a 7-Eleven, and then you come in to buy a Slurpee or something or a power bar... And, and and I say, hey, how's it going? You know, you're you're really pretty. Uh, we'd like to go out on a date. W- uh, what do you say? <laughs> oh, I don't think it's it's a good idea because I, I see you my my the first time I see you. I, for sure, I'll go. But I talk to you and you know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You just said that you looked at me. You say you start laughing and say no. Come on. Like, <laughs> no. I, <laughs> For sure, I'm going to laugh, but <laughs> and you know, <laughs> need to happen. I don't know. All right, you know? so so I said, okay, okay. So you say, okay, you know, you're, you're very busy. I go, it's okay. How about I pick you up at eight o'clock? We'll go to a, a dinner and then maybe a movie, and then uh, we could, you know, uh, eat some Brazilian food. No, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna. <laughs> this is, it's not gonna work. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. All right. Well, uh, I well, think well, you just like to eat Brazilian. Yeah, That's... pretty much. Now, when was the last time you had a boyfriend? Uh, it's a long time ago. How long ago? <laughs> I think uh, a lot of years. <laughs> a lot of years ago. So you don't have. I, I, you yeah. have to have a boy toy that you have. You have a. You have a boy toy or someone that takes care of your needs. Can't tell me that's not the case. You don't have a a a, a, a side man, a, a, a guy that you kind of like, a, a, a male booty call. Well, right now I keep focusing. You keep focusing. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I keep focusing on side. Yeah, you know. 
Because uh, uh, Jake, you and Jake Ellenberger would be perfect. Because <laughs> they're both been celibate for years. Jake Ellenberger hasn't had sex in, in ten years. So, and, and from the sounds of it, it seems like you're kind of hard up too. So I would say you and Jake should go out. Could you imagine the fury that would be unleashed on yeah. each other? What do you say? <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you. Now, all right. Now, now, what did now? Uh, what, what do you think about Ronda Rousey? Well, she's 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 shelter, and then you know she's she's strong. Next time she's she's there, and I go I go to finish the fight September twenty seventh, and then after that I see Ronda, and then you guys you going you going to to see, and you know I'm I'm ready to. Right. So now, do you think that you could finish Ronda Rousey? Because I, I I read an interview. You said her, you said that once she gets hit, she's gonna she's gonna fall apart. Uh, that you just gotta stay away from her, and that you could and that you could finish her. Are you standing by these uh, these uh, statements? Yes, I have very good strikes. You know, I keep distance all the time. I come from judo too. My I start judo jiu-jitsu at the same time in my life. And then I know I know how to keep decency. Uh, I know how, how to block it, judo toes. And I I I keep training wrestling. And I know I know I have a very good intelligence coach. And my coach is judo judo black black belt too. And I have a very good coach strike. We 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 gonna make a very good strategy for Honda. And then everything is gonna be good. Meanwhile, I, I hope your English gets, doesn't get better at all. I think this is awesome. I love the way you talk, by the way. It, it's uh, <laughs> thank you. you. You and Hector Lombard should go on a date. I think that would be. <laughs> they get absolutely nothing after the date. How to go? I don't, I don't know how it went. Yeah, you and, you and Hector you Lombard should go, and you can only talk English. I think that would be <laughs> that would be amazing, right there. You know, um, who do you uh, who do you uh, like your training partners? Because uh, is Nina Ansaroff the only other female that's down there? Now only Nina, and then the rest is a guy. Right, so you Pablo do a lot of training with guys. Miguel, Miguel and then Chavez. The same size, this guy just tell the name is same my size and, and very good training partner have. All right, so all yeah. right now, what are the top ten qualities you look for in a, in a, a man? <laughs> so, so if you like, let's say. Uh, this is like a dating show, right? And and they go, okay. So Amanda Nunez, uh, what are you looking for in a man? Oh, <laughs> uh, we're trying to hook you up here. Why? Why you guys keep me asking? <laughs> <laughs> fans want to know. It's funny. This is what the fans want to know. Because <laughs> it's funny. Because it's because it's it's funny because I could tell that you you're not usually asked these questions, so it's uh it's really funny to see you embarrassed and laughing. That's a it's a, it's something that's very nice about you. It's a nice quality. It's a very it's a very natural. It's and, endearing. And it's very endearing. So. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So just just give me three qualities in a man you like. Uh, 
Uh, I don't say it again. All right, three things you like about a guy. A, a guy. In order for a guy to date you, he has to be these three things. Uh. Please, okay. Please say funny. I go to I. I, I go talk about is my friend in the gym. Okay. Okay. And then I like it the way. The way he's partnering with me, you know, come, you know, come to aggressive and try, you know, punching me strong and everything. <laughs> I don't like training with guys, you know, because I'm a girl and, and come, come training easy stuff. I like, I like the guys training with me strong and then try punching me and, and you know, taking me down. And like this, we, we grow. <laughs> so you're, you're, so you're looking at... <laughs> Wait, you're looking to date a guy who punches you and spars with you? <laughs> no, <Not> just, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Uh, a, hip, a hip toss, a hip toss is, just, is foreplay. She's just kidding. <laughs> now she's joking with us. This is great. Uh, uh, uppercut to the ribs is how this she is gets great. turned on. You're looking for a guy who can go, come forward and not be too aggressive. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Well, Amanda, listen, uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what we got accomplished here, but um, <laughs> but uh, you are, yeah, listen, oh, 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 your last fight, by the way, against uh, Jermaine Day Randame was okay. awesome, by the way, that you destroyed that girl. And she is, uh, uh, you know, she's 47 or no, she's, uh, uh, you know, in uh, Muay Thai, uh-huh. numerous world champion. And you, uh, what was it? Uh, and then the fight before that. What what's been the big change with you? It seems like it's, it's, it seems like since you lost to Amanda Nunez, things have really that started. I mean, I mean, lost to Alexis Davis. Uh, things have really changed. Like like uh, your last fight was a, a brutal beatdown of uh, Germaine de Randame. Uh, is that what? Yeah, completely. This fight is folksy, everything, and. I train hard for fighting. I train intelligent with my coach and with my training partner. And then we, you see, that, uh, she tried. She tried uh, coming with our combo. Yeah. We I wait for this for this part for this time. She come with the combo. And then I try to take her down because uh, I know she's no, you know she's. I good the I'm good the head on the ground. I know I, I can I take head down easy. Yeah. And we make these shots very good. And the first combo, the way for exactly this fight is exactly the way I train it. Right. The first the first mistake I attack. Right. And then this fight like this and then everything everything's beautiful these days. But Kat's gonna have a lot better wrestling than uh Jermaine did. Uh, how are you gonna deal with cats wrestling? Like now we we training, you know, a lot a lot of death defense and and a lot of sprawls and and I wrestle too a lot. Right. I know I can take cats down for sure. I know I can. I know my jiu-jitsu much better, you know. Right. Than her and my strike too. And I want I want to show you guys September twenty seven. You know, I know she come. She come to try to take me down too. We, we ready. I'm ready for everything that's gonna happen in this fight. Right now, what do you think I about? Know, what, what I you, know her strategy. What do you think about Conor McGregor? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Hello? Yeah, Con- uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about Conor McGregor? <laughs> All right, okay, no comment on Conor McGregor. All right, listen. Hello, can you hear me? I can't hear you. You can't hear me? Okay, okay. Well, listen, Amanda, where can people find you on uh, Twitter or Instagram? I can't hear you. Oh, can you say? Yeah, where, where can people find you? Uh, social media, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? I can't hear. Okay, she can't hear. Uh, DJ sleeping. Uh, uh, <laughs> DJ where, where can... Uh, is it something I can do with my mic? Can you hear me better now? No, it's the connection. It's her cell phone. Hello? Are you in a well? <laughs> no? There's baby Jessica down there. Hello. All right, all right. Well, listen, Amanda Nunez. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, where, where can people find you on Twitter or Instagram? All right. Okay, well, listen. All right, well, listen, Amanda Nunez, thank you so much for coming on the show. Obrigado. Uh, you can find her on Twitter, Amanda underscore L-E-O-A, Leoa. Amanda underscore Leoa. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the show. You are a delight. I know you can't hear me, but uh, I feel like we're together. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. It's all good. I talk to you soon. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Obrigado. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Well, <laughs> well that was Amanda Nunez. Uh, she seems like a, a really sweet girl. She is. I, I liked her. She's not bad looking either. She's uh, a very pretty girl. She's not Brazilians bad. are just a different level. Different level of, of female are those damn Brazilians. The lioness. The lioness, yes. There's something about Brazil. I don't know. What, what, why are Brazilians so damn attractive? Hello? Hey, what's hey. up? Hey. Uh, so we are hey, here with we're here with Max Holloway. Uh, you're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Marina Shafir, Greg Wilson. How are you, man? Oh, I'm good, man. How are you guys? Good. Pretty you look good. great in your fight. Holy shit, you look good in that fight. Great fight, brother. Very good fight. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, thank you. So, so how are you, are you back in Hawaii? Yeah, back in Hawaii, back with my uh, twenty-three kids. You know, living life again. <laughs> <laughs> how many kids do you have? Cause I, I, I always make jokes about how many kids you have. How many kids do you have? I got, I got one son, brother. Oh, that's it. I, what do I think? I know, but you had him when young, right? Didn't you have him when you were like eleven or something? Or. <laughs> Uh, pretty close. I had him when I was nine. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. You were way off. His mom's his mom's a coconut. <laughs> now you're on a four fight winning streak, dude. Uh, you've been just killing it, man. What was what do you think was the difference? Like, do you think the Conor McGregor fight was just a, was that a wake up call for you? Was that were you just like what 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 changed from that fight to the the fights that you've had since then? Uh, you know, uh, my maturity level. You know, it's it, it's. <laughs> You know, and then after uh, after that Conor McGregor fight, it didn't help uh, everybody like shoving it in my face that he was hurt or whatever, and that he beat me with his ACL supposedly blown or whatever, whatever injury he had at the time, and and that just uh, made my maturity level go up, and I just you know I, I want I I put it back on my day uh, on my goals that I want to get back to fighting him and uh, no excuses and. Let's go uh, do a number two with that guy, you know. So uh, I just been on a mission. Yeah, well, I mean, you've been you've been absolutely, I mean, killing it. Uh, your 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 striking is great. Uh, your how's it, how's your wrestling? 
Oh, uh, you know, my wrestling, we've been, we've been practicing on it, you know. I, I, uh, this is MMA, man. You gotta be ready everywhere. So, you know, I, I, I guess I showed a little, you know, I finally got my first takedown in Octagon against, uh, Miller. Yeah. Uh, past Saturday. So, it was a great feeling to be able to, uh, pick someone up and slam them. It was, it was awesome, but, you know, I love my striking. Yeah, no. Was- I love your kicking, man. Would you do those, uh, is it a wheel kick? Is that what this yeah. is? Boy, especially the end, you're like, there's three seconds left. I'm just going to throw out a couple of wild wheel kicks. It was phenomenal, man. It was highly entertaining. I loved it. Mm. Was there oh, a moment man, where, you're like, you. where you were like, I can't lose at this point, so I'm just going to do a little flash? Is that what it was? Uh, you know, uh, it was more, uh, more. Uh, he was doing this, uh, this lean back. That's why I started trying spinning stuff. I was spinning back face and I spinning that spinning kick because he was doing this, this weird lean back, like what boxers do, and he was, he was longer than I thought he was. So I was like, I can't hit him with my straight punches or with my hooks. So I was like, I might as well try to hook. I might as well try to uh, do a spinning back fist or, uh, or a spinning hook kick to see if I landed. And, you know, I got close the first time. So the second time I threw it at the end of the third round, I, was, I just like, I might as well go all in and, and it probably looked cool. It looked like, cool, man. It looked so cool. <laughs> now, are you the are you the king of Hawaii right now? I mean, are, are chicks just lining up to, to give you blowjobs? Isn't I mean, he t- married? Oh yeah. Are, are you are you, <laughs> are you are you having to do a lot of on the side blowjobs? <laughs> are you still married? Yeah, I'm married, man. You know, and uh, and uh, you know, it's uh, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm the king. You know, I'm, I'm getting known to snow um, a lot more now ever since uh, ever since this last fight and uh, ever since they uh, they. Uh, they 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 talked to me after the fight and uh, got me that cub fight. You know, it's a it's a huge thing right now. You know, I'm, it's it's even more crazy now. I just went been walking around places now and I'm getting noticed now. So it's a it's a great feeling. You know, our whole hard work is uh, coming together. Nice, nice. Yeah, by the way, I remember your your wife is super hot. Just so, just so you know, your wife's really really hot. It's to be just, expected. Yeah, just uh, to, thank you. Man. Oh, who you knew about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I know because I thought they were divorced. I thought you guys got divorced, but then I guess you guys are back together. There was some kind of weird thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, there, there was some issues going on, but well, Cole Miller kept accusing you of headbutting, but to me, it looked like he kept dragging, pulling you into his face. Was it beginning to bother <laughs> you that he kept like complaining about this? Yeah, you, uh, you know, it, it is what it is, man. You know, it, it's a sport. You know, that first one was totally, um, totally on action. I was coming in, and he was leaning back, like I said, and then he finally decided to put his head forward, and we we, we crashed heads. You know, it wasn't even that hard, but it was enough to open a cut. And then uh, after that, everyone after that was in the Muay Thai clinch, and uh, he was, like, pulling my head, or I was trying to get underneath his chin, you know, to keep my head underneath his chin so he couldn't uh, change levels on me and take me down, and, and, you know, that was just a sport. That was just us rugby, you know. I, I don't know what it is. It's just a, a wrestler grind there. So I wasn't too sure. I was kind of lost in the in the, um, in, in the cage when he was saying stuff and this and that. But, you know, he came in the back. He apologized to me. And he told me he's mad at the ref, but the ref not doing his job. So well, that's it, it was whatever. Yeah, 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 Cole seems like a good guy. And yeah, both you guys seem, seem yeah, like Yeah, he's good. a super, super nice guy, man. I got to talk to him. Uh, he invited me... Uh, to his uh, hotel room after to play some games, you know. So, oh, you know, I, I was tired, but I fell asleep. I, I didn't <laughs> this get is what I love about the sport. Message, but really, what what what, what, what did he, wait wait what did he want to do? Like play like Call of Duty or something? Or I play. I, he said he had a PS4 in his room, so I don't know. He wanted to play something. I have no idea what it was, but that was, I awesome. thought that was pretty awesome when I woke up and I read it. I was like, oh man, I wish I stood up. I would have went to his room and played. <laughs> that is, That's fucking awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. That is like that is so refreshing to hear shit like that. That's so fucking awesome. 
Now, now you've, you've, uh, a couple of things. Does anybody are, are you telling people that Russell Dones in the UFC because no one believes it? Uh, are you telling people? <laughs> I know he's your teammate, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Russell Dones. Uh, he's an animal, man. He, <laughs> he uh, you know that. Uh, I think uh, Russell should be um, ranked in the top ten of, of the bantamweight right now. You know, his last fight he fought uh, uh, Yuri. Yeah. And you know he got that. I think that was a that was a bullshit decision down in uh, down in uh, Brazil. But yeah, you I know, Bill so Watson always tell us, don't leave that shit to the judges. Don't make you cry. Exactly. And, you know, it's it's what it is, man. I can't wait to him get back. Uh, hopefully, uh, UFC books him the same time as me, April 18, and we can, I can have a teammate up there with me because uh, having a teammate on the same card is refreshing. Yeah, I like your whole team, man. You, Russell, who else is there? Uh, we got uh, Louis Smoker. Yeah, uh, yeah, Smoker. Train, uh, Madaris. Uh, we got Dustin Kimura. Yeah, I like we all you guys. guys. Got... Yeah, Smoker. I, I like. love Yancey. Yeah, oh, Yancey's the shit. That that your whole team is a bunch of just a good laid back. I, I love making you guys are always like make. Maybe, they're always asking me to like make fun of them. Their whole team, <laughs> is a bunch of cool laid back yeah. badass Hawaiians. And then there's that 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 girl right <laughs> that trains with you. That who's that Hawaiian girl? That's kind of hot. Kylan Kern. Not Kylan Curran, but there's another girl, Raquel, right? Isn't there another girl? Pennington? No. Um, there's another girl They're from Hawaii. Yeah, she, no, uh, she, she doesn't train with me. Us. She fought. Both of them used to train with us, but now they both live in the mainland. Raquel Palui. Yeah, yeah, Raquel Palui. She just fought Caitlin. Yeah. Caitlin yeah, she lives she in, uh, in Vegas now. Yeah. Oh, nice. Now, uh, what else would I want to ask you? Okay, yeah, your fight with Cub Swanson. And now, are you guys going to try uh-huh. to keep us keep a stand in? Are you gonna Are you, you going to watch Frankie Edgar how he how he did and kind of sort of emulate what he did? Or what's the what's the game? Tell me exactly what you're going to do. <laughs> Blow uh, your no, game plan. <laughs> exactly game plan. I'm I'm going to go in there, uh, touch gloves, uh, shoot on them, and then hold them down and uh, try to hold them down for uh, 15 minutes. You know, that's, uh, I think that's a big game plan. Hold him down for 15 to, uh, minutes to uh, be a get away from that um, his uh, right hand or his powerful strike. You know, so I'll, I'll probably wrestle him. You know, nice. No, I'm just, I'm just totally joking. I'm a striker. I'm a striker. I just like to interview. That Tommy, uh, it's going crazy right now. Everybody's, uh, everybody's laughing what I said, but <laughs> I truly believe, man. He got ninja moves. I got ninja moves, and we're well, gonna have a great ninja fight, man. Well, I love off, that man. little ninja fight. <laughs> I'm gonna be throwing stars through the cage. That's awesome. I like having ninja yeah, sex. I don't know. We might go on. You might what? We might, we might, we might even be in ninja suits, and I, I might, uh, I might <laughs> all black, just, just completely Mortal Kombat, and I would be Scorpion or something, you know? No, that would be so awesome. It'd be that much more entertaining. Now, now, I know there are tons of hot Hawaiian girls uh, out there that Adam is not sleeping with. Listen, but yeah, wants to. but wants to. What, what's your What's your best advice on how to pick up a Hawaiian chick? Um, I'll just uh, show them your wallet. Really? <laughs> That's what they're into, huh? Then I'm totally fine. It is expensive out there. It's a very expensive place. It is there. expensive there. Yeah, yeah. It is I mean, you could work this yeah. to your advantage. You could just get a whole bunch of singles. Yeah. And just make your wallet fat. Would that, would that, would that work for you? No. I remember. I remember one time I asked him who he'd rather have sex with, Ronda Rousey or Misha Tate, and he said I'd rather drown myself. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was his answer. 
That's it, fucked up. No, he's married. That's actually. That's, I know. That's, that's not a, fucked that's up. Smart that's, answer. That's a. That was a really good answer, by the way. Just so you he know. He could have said, "Sleep with my wife." <laughs> yeah, he could have said that. Yeah, why did you drown yourself, Max? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did say that. I did say that, and and, and Adam kept pushing the issue. He's a punk. He's a big. He's a big punk on this show, man. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a big punk in real life. He's a meanie. <laughs> I chumped he's him got, last week. <laughs> Just saying. Uh-oh, uh-oh, bad boy. I'm just saying. Look, he's still butthurt about it. Max, No, I'm, he's I'm, not. He's over it. He's over I'm, it. I'm trying to hear it. what Max was saying. Max, what were you saying? <laughs> I'm just saying you're a meanie, man. Like, uh, you're, a big, you're a big bully on the show. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know if people know, but uh, he called me out. He just called. I just, I just got the call uh, 30 seconds ago to be on this podcast, and this is how it went. I was like, you know, hey, Max, this is Adam. You're doing my show. Bye. <laughs> I was like, wow. But, I have no say. You know, I'm just a punk. He's a big punk. I thought I was the guy in the UFC. I guess not. No, man. I'm I'm a, I'm a huge fan, dude. I was I was Absolutely. I was talking about you before. I was saying how when I met you in Vegas, how you told me one of your goals was to be a good role model for kids, and and that all you want to do is inspire people to become better people. And that was actually one of the nicest. And that was like not even there was no cameras there. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't a reporter. You just told me that just me and you. And I was like, man, this is a a guy I will always root for. So. Oh man, thank you, man. That means a lot. You got that's the end goal, man. Changing one person's life, you know, make the make the world a a, a better one person at a time. Yeah. Now the the fight's over. You got another one coming up. You know exactly what your schedule is going to be over the next few months. So as, as soon as the fight's over, you go home. What do you do to kind of relax, come down from that high before you start training for the next fight? Like, what do you do? Just sit around? Have you seen his wife? Do you just <laughs> <laughs> do you just bang your wife? Is that? I mean, is that all? I mean, what do you do? Relaxing dinners? Uh, you know, uh, Hot stone yeah, you massage. Know, I, man, I love Hawaiians. You know, you guys, you guys are saying you guys got no uh, no Yancey, so. Man, we love to eat, man. So we, I, I'm, I'm eating. You know, I, I finally get to do stuff that my wife doesn't let me do, like uh, go to the beach and do all kind of stuff. Play, go, go hang out, um, go and uh, boogie boarding or, right. or, or, or spongy. I don't know what you guys call it, surfing. Yeah. You know, doing all that kind of fun stuff that uh, I can't do in camp. So right. And how long it, do you get to do great, that man, before you got to start prepping time. for the next fight? How long do you have before you got to start getting into camp? Ah, uh, you know, I got uh, the we nine weeks out now, so we usually do a, a eight to six week camp. So I got this week to rest and then get right back into it uh, next week. Now, is there a food like that you like? Okay, as soon as I'm done with this, I'm eating that food. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, it's it, it's it's chocolate, man. Chocolate <laughs> or, or, uh, or breakfast or pancakes or yeah. it's, it's chocolate like, fondue. As as, like, a dessert, man. Any type of desserts. I love desserts. Like, That's oh, right. You're like, like serve it up. And ice cream, and I just go crazy, man. I feel you. Max, Car- Max, carbs time. Max, didn't your wife one time ask Dana to give you a bonus? Um. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it was on, on on like Twitter. I think it was after your fight in like Japan. I think I remember that. They right they, or, or China and Asia. Then you, you knock someone out in Asia. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll choke. Yeah, this. we'll choke. Uh, well, yeah, you walk choke, and then your wife said, "Hey, Dana, uh, I think my husband should get the uh, the, the the knockout of the night bonus." And I was like, "Man, that is that is a, uh, that is a ride or die chick right yeah, there." That was very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> very sweet. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then guess what happened? I got it. So nice. You can stuff from Dana more. It'd be, it'd be fun. Nice. Well, listen, man. I nothing but respect for you. I uh, I can't wait to watch your fight against Cub. Uh, Cub's a, a, a friend of mine as well, so I'm gonna be rooting for both of you guys. I'm rooting for a draw. I, ho- I hope. <laughs> 
I hope it's a draw. Um, but uh, I'm uh, really that'd be awesome. Right? Let's get a draw and then let's both get fighter night bonuses and Abs- then performance other night. So we both go home with 100k more. Yeah, that'd that, be awesome. That would be great. And I would love to have you beat Conor McGregor. Uh, by the way, we have actually Conor McGregor in studio. That's right. I've come here today to tell you you haven't a prayer, <laughs> Mister Max Hurley. <laughs> You think you're ready to fight the McGregor? You don't have the leprechaun boots to do it. No, so, so, Connor, why do you think that you would beat Max Holloway again? I'll tell you something. I'm going to ride in on my lucky charms. I'm going to throw a bunch of doubloons at him to distract him. And then I'm going to throw him right to the mat. Anything you want to say, Max? Oh, man, it's horrible, man. Hey, <laughs> man, Connor, best of luck, man, to you against... Uh, Oh, you know, I'll see you in the near future. I'll be waiting for you. <laughs> well, thanks. Well, listen, Max. With a nice potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is, is Conor McGregor sick or something? I'm like, I got a raspy throat right now. Yes. Man, what can on. I say? Between fights, I like to smoke a lot of marijuana. <laughs> Wow, I had no idea you're such a big pothead. I put, yeah, I like the ganja. I put it in my tiny little pipe, <laughs> and I smoke it while sitting on top of a rainbow. <laughs> I had no idea this happened. <laughs> this is a, so. How are you training for Aldo, Conor McGregor? The one thing I'm doing, I like to watch his fights. I watch the tape while enjoying a pint of Guinness. <laughs> That's what I. <laughs> I'm not afraid of him. He's awfully brown. I'm going to dip my doubloons into him like he's a bean dip. Wow, that's 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 quite a that's quite a statement. <laughs> well, listen, Max Holloway, uh, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, I'll be waiting uh, for you, Mister Holloway. <laughs> Uh, you are the best, dude. Max. You're the best. You and, are the best man. And Great I'll see, oh, man. Super you guys are the best, man. Thank you guys all together. Thank you for the support, man. It means a lot. Always, brother. And then if you ever come to LA, let me know. I will. All right. Take care, Max. Bye. Take care, man. Bye. Bye. <laughs> What a nice guy. You think I'm going to get in trouble for that one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, Ireland, I'm just kidding. I love you. I love Conor McGregor. I'm a huge fan. These are, you know what they say? It's like imitation is the highest form of flattery. Oh, yeah, totally. So I think that, that's my goal here, to flatter oh, yeah, of more than insult. Oh, absolutely. Well, listen, okay, we are talking to Kamaru right now, and uh, let's see what he has to say. Hello. Hey, is this Kamaru? <laughs> Yes, this is him. This is the Nigerian Nightmare. You're on the MMA Roasted Nigerian Nightmare podcast with Marina Shafir, as well as Baba Jenkins. How are you, man? Oh, I'm good, man. How are you? Good, 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 man. Thank you for being on the show. I actually was at your last fight in Vegas uh, when you won the Ultimate Fighter. That was an amazing performance. I know. You know what? I replayed that, and I watched it. And when my opponent walked out, you gave him a fist pump. He would do that. <laughs> I gave everyone a fist yeah, pump. Yeah, I'm sure. I gave you didn't give me Your a fist loyalty pump. is no, real you, wait, No, you ignored me, man. You just, you walked right by me. You didn't put your hand out for a fist pump, man. I, I was, see how it I is. I was scared, man. You're, you're honestly very big and black. and It was very scary. I was very intimidated. Uh, you are the Nigerian nightmare. A lot of... Uh, a lot of cool people from Nigeria. You know my friend Godfrey, the comedian. He's from Nigeria. Uh, Godfrey, I do know. I, I do know of him. I don't know him personally, but I know of him. He's a really good guy. Wale, right? Wale's from Nigeria. Wale's Nigerian. Yeah. Kasim Uma. 
Hey, we're, we're making noise slowly. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of noise, but we're making some type of noise. The Njikawani brothers from Nigeria? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I know them. So when, when did you come here from Nigeria? And, and, and where did you go to? I was uh, about seven years old when we immigrated here, and uh, I was raised in Arlington, Texas. Wow. Now, were there a lot of Nigerians in Arlington? Yeah, there's a there's a Nigerian community in, in, in Texas. Period. There's Nigeria. There's a huge community in Houston. But uh, there's a there's a there's a community down there in Arlington, Texas. I've actually been to Nigeria. I, I went to. I did a, a comedy show twice in Djibouti, Africa, for the troops. Really? And, and we flew through Nigeria back to. Back to wherever, and then uh, some of the most beautiful ladies I've ever seen work for like Nigerian Airlines. Holy shit! There's a football player also known as the Nigerian Nightmare. Who's oh uh, Christian Oyoki? Christian Okoye. Okoye. Yeah, yeah. The Christian, Christian Okoye. He was the he's one of the original American athlete Nigerian Nightmares. Yes, and there's a lot of pride in that name because any Nigerian athlete that succeeded in an American sport that's a nickname that we want to have. You know, and so there's Nigerian nightmares in, in soccer. There's Nigerian nightmares in, in baseball and football. You know, and it's you know I'm just uh, I'm just the next guy to kind of carry on that torch. I think. Yeah, well, you're doing very well, man. I mean, you're you're uh, you're six and one. You you uh you, you're fighting Leon Edwards December nineteenth. Uh, that guy's pretty good too. He's got some power. He knocked out uh. Knocked out somebody in eight seconds. Uh, his, uh, Seth Pazinski. Yeah, yeah, Seth Pazinski in eight seconds. How are you preparing for this guy? Um, just like I always prepare. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a student of the sport. I love to study. I, I absolutely love to study. I watch fights, and not just guys in my weight class. I, I watch guys in the flyway, in the bantamweight. You know, I even watch the ladies fight. You know, and I, I just love the sport. I love to prepare, and you know, it's, a, it's just kind of a quote that I live by: "If you fail to plan, you plan to fail." And you know, I always kind of want to kind of have a plan in my head of kind of what I want to do and how I want to approach the fight. But you know, that also is adjustable once the fight is underway. I like that. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. It's a good quote. Now, uh, now your last—I remember when you won in the Ultimate Fighter. You were in the in the octagon, and you were like, "A lot of people didn't believe in me," and I'm looking at you going. Who the fuck didn't believe in this guy? <laughs> this is the most <laughs> ripped fucking human being I've ever seen in my entire life. Who are those people that didn't believe in you? Uh, you're going to call me out, huh? You yeah. You put me on the spot. Oh, man. Um, you know, I, I felt like it, there, was, there was a lot, of, you know, I just felt like there was a lot of people that did think I, I could beat the guy, you know, because, because he was coming out. He's a heavy-handed guy, and, you know, he beat four of, actually five of, you know, my teammates and you know knocked out three of them and they're calling him the black zillion killer and, and this and that and you know and you know how fans are fans send a lot of you know stupid hate mail which i don't really care about but as much as you want to block it out you know at some point something's going to kind of you know get to you and tug on those buttons and you know it was just a lot of people you know internally and just kind of outside the bubble that i felt that you know, didn't really believe in my ability to do that. And, you know, and that's why, you know, that's why I said that. How much Miami tail did you get afterwards? <laughs> None. <laughs> None. None? Why? None. Um, I'm, I don't really go, I don't really go down to Miami like that. Okay. I, I, we'll probably, I'll probably go make a Miami trip like once every six months. 
Okay, so where are you? You're, you what, you're, you're in uh, Boca? Yeah, I'm in Boca. Did you bang any old Jewish broads or no? Well, that's what I'm going to say. If you know anything about, about <laughs> Boca, you know it's a bunch of retirement, 16, 17-year-old people running around here. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that's just not my style. Yeah, I yeah, got you, got you. Now, are are you single? Are you in a relationship or what? Uh, I'm in a relationship. Nice. White, black, yeah. Asian, Mexican? <laughs> Brazilian. Brazil. Oh, fuck. Those are the best. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Now, those are the best. You're something else. I, I love Brazil. Oh, man. She's probably got a huge ass, right? Just fucking knows how to work it. Uh, I don't think that that's a, a smart man. I, I, I prefer not to comment on that on air right now. <laughs> I got you. Now, Bubba Jenkins yeah. said he met you a couple times, by the way, in Vegas, right? Yeah. Yeah, Bubba. I know Bubba. I know Bubba. You know, but we're kind of known of each other. I mean, we came up through the wrestling circuit, you know, and, you know, I know Bubba and, you know, vice versa. Now, you were a, a D2 national champion, three time All American. Yeah. How do you think you would have won? Do you think you would have won it in, uh, in uh, D1? In Division One? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I personally, I believe my senior year, I could have won it. Um, the one, The one loss that I had my senior year, Came to the number three ranked guy. I think he ended up taking third, a close third. And he, at any given day, he could have he could have won the tournament. He ended up getting third that year, and I, I lost to him two zero. Who was that? Rolled me out, and uh, uh, Stephen Dwyer from Nebraska, and he was just strong as hell. And, and it was just it was a battle. You know, he couldn't take me down. I couldn't take him down, but you know. I mean, if I had more time, I probably would. I think I would have, I would have pulled one out. Now, I, but uh, yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah. Now, go ahead. Now I read that you you were a tour guide at the Olympic Training Center. Was that like? Was that? A, were you working out there? Were you training there? Like, what does that mean? No, I was an Olympic Training Center resident. I was a resident athlete for two years, and while I was a resident athlete training for the Olympics, I mean that's all we do is just train. That's your job. You practice every day. You know, and I got bored. And if you're not going overseas and winning big competition, which there really isn't that much money in wrestling, you're going to kind of need to do something else on the side with the little downtime that you have. And that was like an opportunity that I saw. I was like, okay, I love this place. You know, I learned more. I learned a lot about it. And so I'm like, well, why don't I just be a tour guide? Because there's a job opening. I can tell people that come in, visitors about the place. And I'm still on the complex. I don't have to go drive away to a job or anything like that. I'm still here. And so I was, it was a perfect job for me. And, you know, and I learned a lot more about the facility and the different things that were, you know, being offered there while I was doing that. Honestly, but, I, I yeah, that hate was it. Kind of a little side job. I absolutely hated the Olympic Training Center when I was out there. I, I went out there for like, what? We were training for Junior Worlds. I went out there for like a month. And I hate it every day of it. Why? <laughs> it just uh, Colorado isn't my 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 style, you know. Uh, you know, it's cold. It, it, it was cold at the time. I've been up um, there before. The only thing that I liked about it was the fact that we could sign up for massages every day, and yep. the cafeteria was great. Any happy endings or no? No, no happy endings. Other than that, man, I hated it. I hated going back to the dorm rooms. I hated running the pike. Uh, you know, they have this like mountain that literally. Was there any Olympic chicks there? Like volleyball chicks? Yeah, there was some. There some chicks there but 
it, I wasn't in the you know I wasn't in the area where you can mingle and tingle with all the other athletes. It was just like the little wrestling. <laughs> area. It, it, I hated it. I, every day I was like, I can't wait to get out of here. When I went to Langfang, China, I was like, now nah, this is what I'm talking about. Did, and even that was like in the outskirts of China. Like, did you was, win in China? Was, yeah, I won junior. You won. Oh, nice. Yeah. Who did you beat in the finals? Okay, his name was Okay Turkalov from Turkey. Wow. Yeah. That's, that was it was freestyle or Greco or freestyle. Freestyle. I threw him to now, win. Now, now, how close were you to making the Olympics, Kamaro? Oh me? Yeah. Um, I you know to be honest with you, I just never, I never really got. As I, I, I Bubba mentioned earlier, the Olympic Training Center is a, is a very special place, <sighs> and and it, it, it's a, it's a special place to where personally. If I had to do it all over again, it would be a place that I go just for camp. I wouldn't live there mm-hmm. full out, you know, the whole time. Because it was, you know, in college, you at least, you, you train hard every day, you know, but you still had the release to where you could, you know, you go to your your house uh, or, or your, your place off campus with yeah, your no, roommate. You, can't turn it you know, off. on the weekends, you, you could hang out, you could do certain things. And it, it, it's not full out indulge in that environment in that atmosphere to where that's it that's all you see at one point at the olympic training center i didn't leave the complex for two months How, I was no, on did you see that, that kid who's that kid months. that we talk about the young kid that just turned 17, the Bellator, because the contract for bellator oh aaron pico, ha, yeah, aaron pico. Have, have you, how, were, you uh, were you there when pico was there no pico's a he's a young he's 17 he, he wasn't you know I didn't even know who he was while I was training, you know, and that was, uh, I left the training center was three, still years, in, three years yeah, ago. Yeah, one man was who, still in who, diapers when we were Nobody knew who Eric Pico was. Now Bubba, thinks Pico's, you know, now, Bubba thinks this kid's overrated and that he's doing himself a disservice by not going to college and by going right to the little training listen, center. Listen, I'm not hating on the kid. I, like, every, I guess some people see it as me hating on the kid, like, oh, he's not going to, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying before Bellator gives him a million dollars, and he's like, oh, I'm not going to college. I'm too good for college. Let me just skip that and you know let everybody know how great of a wrestler I am. I'm like, first, do something in high school that's worth saying, oh, I, I can skip college. Then talk about going to the Big Ten and wrestling in college where it's like the, the gritty of the gritty. It's like D1. It ain't, I mean, there were so many guys that like Aaron Pico that came in the high school, that were in high school that were great, magnificent, the number one recruits. And then they go to college and they just, you know, what happened yeah. to that guy? Oh, you was the man in high school what happened to you kind of thing and and i've seen it hundreds of times and then i've seen guys who weren't anything like phil davis wasn't a state champ or anything like that and then comes out and being a two-time finalist in ncaa champ you know what i mean so it's like there's there's yeah. different spectrums so before you can say oh, i'm skipping it i'm just gonna go to the olympics he didn't even win junior worlds you know i won junior worlds you know he didn't win cadet worlds you know these are things that he didn't do that he's like oh i'm skipping the i'm skipping this whole process because i'm too good for it and right. it's just like for wrestlers like myself and usman and and there's other guys in the game that are just like whoa 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 whoa, whoa young buck it's just those levels Prove of experience it's yeah. that level of experience you, know, I- you have to go through yeah Got to. Yeah, you, you know, I, I completely I completely agree. I see both sides, you know, and that's one thing that I like to do is I like to kind of read it on both sides. And, and I see both sides. I completely agree with what Bubba's saying. You know, it makes valid points. You know, like there's guys that, that come out of high school and they're they're just the man. And I and I have just lists and lists of guys in my mind right now. And they get that I can rocked. Think of that, you know, that, that go into college and then they just, they, they realize that, oh, I, I can't, I'm not about this life. I'm not about this grind. They can't. They can't cut it. 
and I'm they a- end up falling off like that. What are you saying, Marina? You know, but on the oh. but on the other hand, there there are guys that when you know you know. There are guys that that can just do that. Like, example, Henry Cejudo. He's a kid. He went straight out, went to the Olympic Training Center, and Henry's one of the few guys, very very few guys that were was able to achieve that ultimate goal by being the Olympic champion. Yeah, although but, the medal couldn't fit around his head. Know. He's got a huge head, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and, and 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 at the same time, look at guys like. And Henry Cejudo, Henry was competing. Uh, look at guys like Troy Nickerson. That was up. Henry Cejudo uh, was supposed to have trouble uh, with wrestling at the uh, Junior Nationals one year. But they, you know, unfortunately, they never got to wrestle each other. And Troy Nickerson ended up going to college. He, you know, he, he struggled, but he was definitely at the top of the totem pole to where he ended up getting an NCAA title out of the picture. You know, out of four years, I think he what he won it once. Yeah, and yeah. and and that you know, guys like that, like you see these these huge top notch guys, they come out and they're not extremely successful as they think they will be. Yeah, yeah. But when you know, you know. So if that's the route that he wants to go, then in two years, I want to sit back and say. You know what? That kid's got it. Or I want to sit back and, and say, you know what? All I'm saying is, baby, won't you come my way? Come my way. Just swing him, Bellator, swing him my way, and and I, you know, I'll be his gatekeeper. That's all I'm saying. Bubba, and I want, hey, and I, we'll switch contracts. Hey, Bubba, he's fast though. He's kind of fast. Yeah, he fast. He, he, but he's about also he he and he's about that life, and he's a good wrestler, and he's a good boxer. But I'm a grown ass man with kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But enough about that. How about your boy? Jordan Parsons. I know you see him in the gym. I'm gonna wreck his. I'm gonna wreck his life, man. Hey, I see him in the gym. He says, you know, he says I'm gonna take Bubba's lunch money. Yeah, man. He, he told. Said, he, he literally told me he's gonna take. He's gonna take my scout back to his mom. And you know, it, it, you're gonna say a lot of good stuff. You know, whatever you can say to pump yourself up and you know your little daydreams and fantasies. I'm okay with that. But to say that. I cannot take him down in the cage or outside the cage is asinine. It's it's to it's to think that he is on some say. type of narcotic is what I think. Uh, and I know he trains hard. Who doesn't train hard? Every, oh, he's a hard trainer. Uh, I don't yeah, give a, he's I mean, a tough kid. Yeah, he's he's tough, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wreck his life. You're gonna wreck his life. His life. He's gonna rethink the sport of MMA after we get done. So Kamaro, how's this kid looking? Give, give us a scoop. Jordan, Jordan's looking good, man. He, he's training hard. He's looking real good. He's training really, really hard every day. And, uh, you know, and one thing that I like about him is he asks questions. You know, if he's not getting it, he's going to ask questions. His question will be, why is Bubba's foot up my ass? That's what it's going to be. What? His question is going to be, why is Bubba's foot up my ass when they fight? <laughs> hey Adam, you can't be picking sides here. Come uh, on, no, I, fuck that, man. I'm on Team Bubba. <laughs> well, oh, you're on teams now. I'm, I'm on Team Jesus. Marina. I'm on, He's team, on teams I'm on now. Team Marina. I'm oh on team man, Bubba. this is a new Adam. Guy. I'm 100 on Team Bubba. That's my, that's my friend, my co-host. That's yeah, my best my yeah, boy. But everybody's your friend. No, I don't know Jordan oh, Parsons. That's <laughs> right. He don't know oh, Parkinson's. Just like, da- just like you dapped up my opponent in my last fight. Huh? <laughs> but he's here exactly. talking to you. But he, exactly. Your your opponent ain't on the phone right now. Do it for the vine. Do it for the Snapchat. And do it for you the know views. What, you, know what made it, you know what made it even worse? You know what made it even worse? I watched it over. I'm like, is that Adam Hunter? 
Did you just dab up at her? And he had the biggest smile on his face. Like, yeah. You know, like those, those like go get him. It was a highlight of my life. I'm not going to lie. No, listen, uh, Camaro, if you were my co host, I'd be on Team Camaro. And uh, 100%, I, I, am, I was rooting for both of you guys because both of you guys seem like nice guys and both follow me on Twitter and yada, yada. And in this, but, in this but case. Both, but you, as being a wrestler, you being a wrestler, this is one thing that, you know, and that I've noticed, like, the guys like the Brazilian community here, they stick together. It doesn't matter if they're right, wrong. One of them shot a guy. They still stick together. And that's kind of like a, it's a brotherhood that you have in wrestling with wrestlers. Yeah. I don't care who's fighting. If I know one of the guys a wrestler, it's going to be very hard for me to bet against him. Right. Very hard. Right. So you can understand why the hell I'm going to beat the brakes off of Jordan. You can understand that. You, hey, you can easily, hey, you can hey, sniff I, that hey, out. I'm not... <laughs> All you I, ain't got to pick sides. Go ahead. Say what you were saying. It's a brotherhood. So you understand with our brotherhood being. Very true. Very true. Plus, true. Jordan's, plus, plus Jordan's half black, right? He's half black. Bubba's full black. Right. You, you got to go for the full black guy, right? The full black wrestler. You're black. He's black. I mean, you're like Nigerian. Black. Look at the white guy bringing race into this. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this white guy over here bringing all the race into this to make the final decision. Terrible. No, but, I'm just going to sit back and sip this tea. Me too. <laughs> tea is amazing. By the way, what happened to Rashad? I know that's your teammate. What I was, I was, I pick Rashad all day over Bader. What happened? Yeah, me too. I'm an ASU guy, and I pick Rashad. Man, Rashad is, uh, you know, I'm a, you know, this is the first time I've I actually like talked about it, you know, outside. Rashad is, you know, Rashad's like my brother. He's like my big brother. You know, it's not just he, he's, you know, he's like my big brother. The reason I'm here in, uh. And with the Black Zans is because of Rashad. You know, when they were putting the team together, he, um, I came down to help them train years ago, and he uh, just said, hey, man, I think this is a place for you. And then when I decided to leave the Olympic Training Center and go into MMA, I had a couple of options that I places to go, but I chose to come down here. You know, he not only opened his home to me, but we, we got so close, like, I consider him my big brother. And watching him go through those two years of, not fighting, of being injured, it was rough. It was a, it was a tough. Yeah, it's, it's tough to watch that, you know. And then you know after the first, just after the first surgery, he's coming back and he feels like okay, I'm gonna get back in there. I'm hungry to fight again. And all of a sudden, boom! You tear it. First day, first practice, it's gone. And you know that that was very hard. And to just watching him train and get get you know prepared for this fight. I mean, you can see after two years of not fighting, fighting is a very delicate, very tough sport. And so two years of being outside that cage, it's very, very rough to come back at your peak prime. And fight Ryan Bader. You know, and, I know yeah. that's what, and I know that's what everybody was expecting knowing, coming from someone like Rashad Evans, who has crazy knockouts over some of the best in the sport, in, in that division. You know, and so it, it, it was one of those things that, you know, I think first he needed to prove to himself that he can be healthy and still fight. And then, you know, now I think he knows that, you know, because well, let's be honest, if you watch that fight, he was the aggressor the whole time. You know, Bader won the fight because Bader jabbed out jab the whole time and got two takedowns, which weren't, uh, took you down. I held you down. It was takedown. I got right back up. Rashad could have done whatever he wanted in that fight. If he really committed to it. And, you know, and, and I'm not taking anything away from Bader. Bader's a tough guy and Bader, you know, I think he Bader trained hard. Bader really wanted that fight, and he got it, you know. But I think, you know, it was a big thing for Rashad to prove himself that my knee is healthy enough to hold up, and I can still compete the way that I want to. 
so he can, you know, get yeah. back in there as fast as he wants to I, and climb that ladder again. Absolutely. Now, has Bubba talked to you about Tip of Fighter, by the way? Absolutely. Yeah, Bubba has talked to me about Tip of Fighter. Tip of Fighter is, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, it's a great thing that they started. You know, unfortunately, you know, guys like me, I'm, I'm like kind of at my manager's mercy because I didn't, you know, I don't. I didn't, I came to the sport and I basically said, okay, here, this is what I want to do. Can you help me? And then they're helping me. Now, if my manager feels like, okay, this is the right way to go about it or this is not the right way to go about it, or I don't really understand this contract or what's in this contract, then, you know, I, I have no choice but to kind of listen to my manager right. and say, hey, okay, I, I trust you. And, you know, and if you don't understand this, then, you know, I'm, I, I really don't understand it either. But I, I think it's a great thing. You know, they got a couple of my buddies that have signed, like Anthony uh, Bershek, yep. that you love to make fun of his wife's, uh, <laughs> his wife you has know, huge titties. flattered. <laughs> yeah, Mercedes. I love Mercedes. <laughs> They're good people. Yeah, yeah no, um, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great thing. I mean, look, we, there was a girl, Andrea Lee, on the Invicta early card that like no one w- that made as much money as she made for the fight in Tip of Fighter so uh, it's actually a great thing now listen Camaro uh, we're all going to be watching your fight December 19th it's on the undercard of the Donald Cerrone uh, Dos Anjos Usman tell him how mm-hmm. to say your first name yes my first name is you know what just call me Camaro it's Camaro Camaro it's long it's, it's, it's the K-A-M-A-R-U-D-E-E-N which is Camaro Dean but just call me Camaro. That's, You're like calling him a that's... car. You're like, Camaro, uh, this is what we're going to do, Camaro. <laughs> I like I'm how like... I just became so much whiter during that impression. <laughs> uh, Camaro. Well, listen, thank you for being on the show, man. We're all going to root for you against your fight, and then uh, you're going to root for Bubba on November. So thank you so much. <laughs> it, was an, it was an honor having you on the show, hey, man. Don't put me out there like that. Uh, I know. We already know. We I, I already know what's up, so you ain't got to front with me. Jordan should know as well but i mean i, I can t- i can tell him i can show him better than i can tell him november 20th it's going down cool well thank you so much man yeah. all right thank you guys for having me man. thank you thank you camaro hey is this camaro yes sir you're on the ma roasted podcast it's me the greg wilson joe gabe how are you man I'm wonderful. How's everyone? Good. Congrats on your big win, dude. That was awesome. that was awesome. Nigerian nightmare, baby. Yeah, you killed it, bro. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. Did that did that fight go as expected? Uh, no, not necessarily. You know, I um, I knew he was a tough guy, but I didn't anticipate how tough he would be to finish. You know, uh, I, I put everything into uh, trying to get him out of there, but unfortunately, he was very durable and he was uh, he was good at holding on, and I couldn't get him out of there. Now, how much weed did you smoke ten minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> Enough to <dull> the <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, my nickname actually is Kush, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I do that's not good smoke. Weed. At all, I do not smoke weed at all. I mean, you sound very relaxed right now. Is there a girl giving you head? Uh, <laughs> I wish. Oh, nice. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm just, uh, I'm actually laying down. I've, I've had a little, since I flew back from the fight, I've had a little stomach problem. And it's, uh, it's kind of what kept me out because I was supposed to fight on that uh, UFC uh, 198, I believe, that mega card down in Brazil. Yeah. 
and unfortunately, I uh, I got sick. I got a really really bad virus, and uh, my stomach just was done for for two months, and I couldn't really train. I couldn't really eat, and so I'm kind of getting some symptoms of that again. And so, you know, luckily it was after the fight, at least. Now I feel like they're not promoting you enough, man. I mean, you're a guy. You're eight and one. A good-looking guy, well-spoken. You, you're a great wrestler. You got all great things going for you. Super relaxed. Very relaxed. And they're they're putting you on the undercard. <laughs> they should be putting you in the main event on a, on, a, on on Fox. Uh, I mean, it, it is what it is. You know, um, if you look, if you really look at, uh, you know, as, as as far as UFC migrating over to Fox, they're trying to win over that that those casual fans that don't know anything about MMA. And and when you do that, in order to do that, especially in America and Americans, you know, people are just usually sitting at home drinking beer and they don't, you know, they don't know the particulars of MMA. So they just want to, for the most part, want to see a bar fight, two guys in there swinging it out, slugging it out, you know, until one guy gets hit and knocked out and goes to sleep. You know, not a lot of people really appreciate the intricacy that it takes to, you know, to be able to control another human being, physically dominate them, hold them down, you know, beat them up to where they, they have no answer for what you want to do to them. Not a lot of people understand the science behind that. And so, yes, in America, a lot of people kind of want to just see two guys swing in and until one guy connects and the other one falls asleep. And so I understand why they're not doing that. You know, so it is what it is. Um, eventually, you know, hopefully I'll get there one day. Now, are the Black Slayans mad at you for winning? <laughs> no, they're definitely not mad at me for winning. Probably maybe mad at me for winning. Oh, gotcha. You know, now, by the way, you're doing a great job. So they actually hired you for the Titan FC cards, and you do a really good job commentating, by the way. Thank you very much. My my first one was a little shaky because a lot of people don't understand how hard that is to commentate. You hear these guys on TV commentating, and, and you don't understand that the process that you know all the things that it takes to be able to, to to carry that because those guys pretty much they're the life of that card. You know the fights are going on; they're the voices that you hear, and so people don't understand how tough that is. And I didn't really understand until I had to do it. My first time was a bit shaky, but I think my second time I got a bit better. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be even way better the next time I, I, I do it. No, you did a good job, man, for real. You, you did a really good job. Thank you. Uh, now, let's talk about the fights this weekend. So I'm predicting that Tyron Woodley is going to pull off the upset. These guys don't agree with me. What do you think? Man, um, that, that that's a tough one, man. Uh I think Robbie Lawler has really found himself as a fighter. He, he he's very very patient now. He's patient and knowing that okay, I'm in a championship fight. I have five rounds to get this guy out of there. So he's very patient with his approach, but he has such good pressure that he puts on you. It is very hard to be able to beat a guy like that if you don't mix it up. And that's the one thing that I feel like Tyron Woodley kind of got away from is mixing it up, his yeah. wrestling. You know, he's not threatening with that wrestling anymore because he just, you know, he realizes that he can hit hard. He's going to hit hard. He's going to throw some mad leather at you. And, you know, what happens when you throw mad leather at a guy that loves to trade leather? You know, it's, 
you know, I think he can pull up the upset, but I think he's going to have to really dig back into it. So you're picking Robbie Lawler? Pull out that wrestling. What? So gun to your head, you pick Robbie Lawler? No, I do not. So you're picking Tyron Woodley? <laughs> I, I, I wanna, if I had to pick, you know, and this is just by heart here, this is not by using my mind. I'm gonna have to say uh, Woodley. I'm gonna go with my man Woodley. Is that because he's black? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he's, he's got a lot of things going on here. He's, this he's is black, so that's just, always yeah. fun. He just made an entire case <laughs> for Lawler, but my heart is he, with Woodley. He, yeah. He, he, you know, he, he's black, so that that's a plus. You yeah, know? right. He wrestled. That's a plus. You know, and it's I, I know him. So that's a plus. So there's a lot of things going on here, but no, I I I um I love I I want to I don't want to say upset. This is gonna be a big upset because I think they're both they're, they're both it'll be an upset at that same caliber. And so I I, I would say Willie, if he takes into his bag, I think he he can definitely get him out of there. All right, so Rose Namajunas versus uh, Kowalczyk. Do you know anything about that girl? Um, I don't. I know a little bit. I don't know much, but uh, I, I'm gonna go with Rose. It's very hard to pick against Rose. She's dangerous, not just on her feet, but very dangerous on her back as well. And so, and her, she just proved that her wrestling improved fighting Paige Van Zandt. I mean, that that's complete domination all around. So, you know, I'm gonna. I, it's very hard to bet against that girl. So, I'm gonna go with Rose. Uh, Uncle Creepy versus Justin Scoggins. Wow, that's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a fireball fight. Uh, both guys very exciting, very unpredictable. But uh, I'm gonna have to go with. I think Scroggins is. A, you know, I'm just gonna have to go with him with the unpredictability. So I'm gonna go with him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, but I, I do mean, like Ian's him. fought better guys. Coming off a long layoff too. Very true. Injuries. Come, Ian's a wild but, man too, you know, man. Those, I, I love Uncle Creepy. Oh, he's out of his mind. Out of his mind. Uh, but he does. I, I mean, he smokes him. a I lot of weed too, though. But. Well, he obviously had to stop leading up to this fight. But Skaga smokes a lot of weed, too, or did for a while. He just dominated Ray Borg. He did. Ray Borg's tough. Yeah. Uh, man. Freaking creepy. All right, so uh, Ross Pearson versus Masvidal. Ooh. You know what? I uh, I think Ross Pearson uh, had a great performance, great performance versus... Uh, you know, the newcomer, Will, Will Brooks. And, and so I, I like how he's fighting right now. I like I like it. And I think uh, Masvidal is very talented as well. Masvidal is, is, is a good fighter. But I, I'm going to have to go with Ross Pearson. I think he's... Oh, wow. The Black Zone uh, is going against the ATT guy. Yeah, it seems like all your picks are against <laughs> ATT guys. What's up with this? <laughs> no, not true. Not true. No, hey, Tyron Woods is an ATT guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what? but he's fight, yeah, but he's fighting another ATT guy, so it doesn't count. <laughs> now, now, word, now, word on the street, Kamaro, is that you are banging all the chicks in Miami. That uh, you're yeah. that you're walking around, and it is just Kamaro D City. Is this true? I mean, who who told you that? Like, I need to meet that guy. I'm, I'm a lot of a lot. I'm talking to a lot of the females at ATT. They say, yo, watch out for Kamaro. You know, he's he's kind of on the warpath. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not true. Uh, 
I, I, no, definitely not true. Hey, Kamaru. Not true at all. Hey, man, uh, I want to okay. see you fight uh, Gunnar Nelson. What do you think about that matchup? Um, I don't. I like that matchup. You know, um, you know, as far as the UFC, I think that you know, there's there's two matchups that they could really, if they really want to to test me as far as grappling wise, I think there's two matchups. It's gonna either be him or or Damian Maya. They're gonna have to throw at me, and um, I don't mind either one of those guys. Really? Because you know, it seems like Maya is the one guy you wouldn't want to fight just because he goes to the ground and that dude's. Fucking an anaconda. I I understand that, but he, he in order for it to go to the ground, he would have to get me there. Right. You know, and and what better guy to neutralize him taking shots and getting guys there than a wrestler who can actually stop a takedown. Right. And take him down. I think uh, Nelson's so, a realistic you know, fight because he's. Like, I think because he's like closer to the. I think he's like number twelve in the division or something. And you want the ranked guy? I think he's a. Realistic matchup you could get if you like try to get him, try to ask for him. I, I think so too. You know, I, I for sure. Um, you know, um, and I say that because uh, I mean, if you look at the the guy that I just fought, fought Damian Meyer, and his his fight coming into the UFC it was his first fight in the UFC, and Damian Meyer was already top ten, yeah, in the UFC. You know, top five, I think, at that point. And Damian Maya couldn't dominate him the way I did. No. The guy actually took Damian Maya down once or twice in the fight, you know. And, and and so and it is what it is, you know. Whether they're gonna give me that fight or not, I think I can actually keep Damian Maya on his feet and, and and do some damage to him, you know, and possibly get him out of there. Now, how pissed were but you when you when he was grabbing the cage? I mean, it, it happens all the time. You know, guys do it to me all the time. They grab the cage, but. That doesn't stop me. I, I I don't even focus on that. You know, I'm focusing on what I'm doing, which is trying to get in the dominant position and rain down, whether it's fists or elbows, at my guys. And so, you know, they can grab the cage. If the ref chooses to see it, he doesn't see it, I, I don't even play, let that play into my head because if I'm worried about him grabbing the fence, I'm not worried about doing my job. Listen, man, so, I think I think you're might, a might, very might. underrated fighter. I think you're the dark horse of the division. I'm not saying that because you're black. <laughs> okay. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I honestly think I think you got the wrestling, you got the striking, you got the experience. You don't party. You know, you you you, you uh, stay out of trouble. Good chin. Good chin. You know, I thick I, penis. I, I, I agree with that too. You know, like uh, the big thing that you know, the one thing if I have to say that that kind of irks me a little bit. Is when people say that, oh, well, why don't he just stay and stand up and fight these guys? Like, this is the thing is, we're, when we go out there to fight, we're fighting for. I, I, sometimes I feel like people don't understand the way we get paid. You know, they think we just go out there and fight for one check. No, we go out there and fight for two checks, possibly three. You know, and, and you know, the way we get paid, if you don't win, you could potentially lose your job. And not just that, you could potentially you go home with half the money. And so my job, my objective, first and foremost, is to win the fight. And if a guy can't stop me from taking him down, why is that my fault? <laughs> you know, like this is mixed martial arts. We're supposed to train each and every art form to go out there and, and, and beat up our guys. So if a guy doesn't work on his wrestling or work on his jiu-jitsu, 
why is that my fault if I take him down and, and beat his face in until he quits the fight? You are 100% correct. Fault? Why would I? You're, you're right. Yeah, why that, would I stand up with this guy and give him a chance? Exactly. Exactly. Well, listen, Camaro, you're, you're a great dude. Uh, hope to see you soon. How far do you live from Naples? Naples, I'm going to say about an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, well, I, got a show, I got a show in Naples coming up. Oh, that might be too far. I'm going, to try, I'm, I'm going to try to get booked in Miami again. So, yeah, if, man, definitely. Uh, now, are you going to go to the bare knuckle boxing? Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know it was, uh, it was going on. It's when going on in Miami. It's Shannon Rich uh, is fighting. Um, who's he fighting? Uh, Gun. Oh yeah, Bobby Gunn. Uh, Bobby Gunn. His record is uh, ninety-seven and zero in bare knuckle boxing, according to Shannon wow. Rich. He's twenty-seven and two, uh, and it's going down in Miami. <laughs> it's a, it's the same date as as UFC two hundred two. So I think that you know, but it's going down in Miami, the bare knuckle boxing championship. Is this the first one of those to be, or the second one that's being televised? First, first one. First one being televised. It's going to be a pay per view. Right? Yeah. Or what? Yeah. So. Are these are these sanctioned fights or what? I don't know. We're, 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 do you want to talk to the guy on Thursday? We're gonna have him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're gonna have a bit. We're, yeah, we'll, we we will get back to you with, with everything about it. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Let me know. Yeah, it's sanctioned by steroids. <laughs> <laughs> it's sanctioned by bail bonds. Yeah, <laughs> it's brought to you by the dumpster by waste management uh, for fights that take place next to dumpsters. <laughs> well, Camaro, thank you for everything, and uh, have a great weekend. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Take care. It's Tuesday, but whatever. The weekend's close enough. Camaro, the Black Stallion. I like that guy. Or the Dark Horse. What'd you call him? He's the Dark Horse of the okay, there you go. <laughs> Why did that fight get canceled in the first place, the bare knuckle one? Uh, I don't, nobody knows. Uh, probably because it's not legal. Uh, That's but, what I was wondering about. Like, is this legal? Like, who says this no, is okay? No, no, we had the bare knuckle box while you were gone. We had the press conference of the two guys fighting. Bare I was going to say it was supposed to already happen. That's why I was like, is this the first or second one? Because I thought no, it already no, happened. Well, we were going to have a party for it and then, like, and do a whole thing for it. But it hasn't happened yet. But it got rescheduled. Bare knuckle boxing. Of course, they had to move to Florida where there are no laws. So it's like, by the way, the prelim is a guy versus an alligator. (laughs) Kamaro Usman. Hello? Who is it? It's Adam. Hello? Yeah, it's Adam Hunter, an MMA Roasted Podcast. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Good. Can we do a podcast now? Is that okay? Let me uh, uh, I'm just waking up. Can we? Can you give me like thirty minutes? Uh, well, I, I got I got Colby Covington here. Hey, what's up, Usman? You want you want to fight me? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight you anytime. You say I'm running from you. I ain't running from you. Let's do it. Let's let's do it right now. USA, USA. You hello. That was, that was, that was, that's a horrible. Yeah, that, that's a horrible accent. And he didn't talk that much. Anyway, uh, uh, can we just do a quick five minutes? Or uh, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to bother you. I just, I just thought maybe we could do a quick podcast. Um, I, I, are you, are you, are you at thirty percent right now, or are you at fifty percent, eighty percent? How you doing, man? All right, Here, all right. We'll do, we'll, listen, I think you're getting screwed over. I think. Listen, listen. You won that fight. You dominated every minute of the fight. You won, and and what you were trying to say was that you were not feeling yourself. 
You weren't saying that you only gave it 30% of effort, right? Yeah, that, I mean, that makes no sense if you really think about it. Why would I give 30% effort? I, I'm in this to compete. You know, I meant uh, I was at 30% health. I had a lot of things wrong. I had some really serious injuries, but I didn't want to pull out of the fight because, you know, I like some guys would. They would pull out of the fight and that would completely screw Mac of all the training and things like that, plus all the talk that he put into it. So I didn't just want to pull out of the fight, so I decided to stick it out, tough it out, and go through it because I know even at 30%, I can still dominate anybody in the world. Right. Exactly. I, I think it was just the way it came across. People were like, oh, they, yeah. you, you know, people were mad. But do you think that, uh, yeah, it was, but you still won every fucking minute of, yeah, what, what do they want from you? you get emotional. After the fight, so yeah, that's why I came across that way. Right now, um, now has 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 Colby responded to your call out? No, I don't know. I kind of unplugged from social media the last like day or two, but no, I'm, I doubt he responded. He's not gonna respond because I'm the fight he doesn't want. So why would he respond? Yeah, and what do you think about Trump calling your place a shithole? That's bullshit, right? Nigeria, well, that's, were you upset about that? Because he said Nigeria, and I was like, Dude, that, I love Nigeria. I, I, I mean, people that are so nice there. And what, what, what is that? No, I try not to, you know, really dig into politics. But, of course, when you hear certain things like that, it's upsetting. And it just shows, you know, kind of the bigot mindset that still is in effect. But, you know, it is what it is. They can't say that about Nigeria. Nigeria is not a shithole. The only problem is we've got some corrupt leaders who have taken all the money and put it in their accounts, which kind of dried up the whole country because there's so much money. We have money. We have we have oil. We have you know diamonds, gold. We have everything. So many resources in Africa, but it's just you know when the politicians take all the money, it leaves everybody dry. But it's an amazing country. A lot of people don't know this, but the second largest film industry in the world is in Nigeria. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've seen some great Nigerian porn. Holy shit. It's mm. un- unbelievable. It's, it's just, it's, <laughs> okay, it's, yeah. <laughs> no, but everybody, as far as like immigrants from Nigeria, uh, I've met the best people uh, I, I, I can name. I mean, you, the Njigawani brothers, Godfrey, uh, the, the, there's a lot more. Um, just, just, it's just great. Pe- the, the nicest yeah. fucking people, most talented people. Uh, Samuel Peter, and I never met him, but he seems like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, just what, what, what's? Uh, are, you, uh, are you kidding me? We, we need people. If you weren't here, who would they have booed Saturday night? We need you, <laughs> right? Hello. So, uh, I, I didn't hear that. What'd you say? I said, if you weren't here, who would the crowd have booed? Right? I mean, we need people. Uh, we, we need you, Camaro. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. No, you, you, I thought you looked great, man. Honestly, you dominated every minute of the fight, and, and, and you won the fight. Like, you won. If you want to boo someone, be, you know, boo Emil Meek. He couldn't figure you out. Uh, uh, that's the the point is to win. The point isn't that you go out there and knock the other guy out in 15 seconds. That's never going to happen. And the guys who do that every time end up getting knocked out themselves. You are a smart fighter, a smart fighter. Who, who- yeah, I mean the the issue I think was 
you know, lately in the last three fights, fans have grown accustomed to me dominating strikers, keeping them up and just beating them up. And you saw in the last fight, I flatlined the guy. And so, you know, fans get accustomed to that and they get used to that. When you give them anything different, they don't like it. Right. Now, now the word on the street is that you and Colby might coach the ultimate fighter against each other. Is that true? That's, that's what I would love. But, you know, it, it's up to, always up to the UFC where, you know, they're the judge, juror, and executioner. So it's always up to them. So right. now, we'll have to wait and see. Now, uh, now uh, the fight last week, it was in St. Louis. Uh, right, St. Louis? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hook up with any yeah. hot St. Louis chicks afterwards? No, absolutely not. Why not? <laughs> My girlfriend is there. Oh, oh, yeah, that, is it, you, you're saying she's not hot? That's, that's, what the hell kind of bullshit is that? You, I've seen your girlfriend. She's a very attractive woman, by the way. Very, very, very fit. No, she's, no, yeah. yeah, she's hot, but... No, I was there to take care of business. I had a lot of things to worry about, especially with the injuries and things that were on my mind. So performance was, you know, just going out there and making sure that I continued on my winning track was on my mind. Well, I want you to know that after that night, I humped my wife for 15 minutes and told her I was only 30% afterwards. So uh, you totally, you completely... I'm sure she didn't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) So um, now this weekend... Daniel Cormier versus Volkan, uh, and then we got Stipe versus Nganu. Who, 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 who do we like in these fights? Uh, Stipe is very talented and well-rounded, a very good champion. It's going to be a tough fight, but of course I have to ride with my African brother, Francis Nganu. Yes. And uh, with Stipe and Volkan, man, that, that, I mean, not Stipe, with um, Volkan and D.C., uh, of course, everyone knows DC is the cream of the crop. You know, tough, tough dude. Vulcan, you know, he put in the time. I had to go through the battles with him every day, and I watched him put in the time. So he's going to get whatever he worked for. So he can go, and he's got dynamite in his hands. Everybody knows that. So he can go in and touch DC and put those lights out. So he can't sleep on Vulcan. Now, you spar with Vulcan for this fight? Did I what? Did you spar with him? Yes, I spar with him quite a bit. I mean, how hard does this guy hit? He hits pretty hard. <laughs> pretty hard. I mean, he's AJ sparring partner for a lot of those camps. So, you know, he's been used to going through the trenches and battling it out. So, has, has he? Ever, I mean, has that? Is he? Is he hit harder than anyone that you've ever sparred with? I don't know. I mean, I spar with AJ. Oh yeah, shot. Like these guys hit hard. Like there's a lot of guys that hit hard. So, so he hit hard. Have you ever seen AJ I'm and Volkan spar? Have I what? Have you ever watched AK, uh, uh, AJ, AJ uh, Anthony Johnson, and, and, and Volkan spar? You ever watched them spar? Yeah, I watched them spar. I've sparred with both of them uh, several times. Who win, who wins those sparring contests, Volkan or AJ? Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna say who wins those. Come on, tell us. <laughs> give us a give us for a lot of for a lot of the sparring where AJ was training at the height of his career. Vulcan was one of his tra- main training partners, so and he survived. So you know that'd tell you something that he's he's tough enough to be there. 
So Volkan, so you're saying Volkan dominated him every time in sparring because that's what we're going to put for the title of the podcast. Volkan destroyed uh, yeah. Anthony Johnson in sparring. By the way, I got you can put that, but you can put that, but you saw what Anthony did to all his opponents, so you can put whatever you want to put. That's a very good point. By the way, by the way, you do a great job commenting for. Uh, Titan FC. I got to say, man, you, you do a really good job. You have a future in broadcasting. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Man. No, it's true. I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed, man. I honestly think, I think people don't know you like I know you. I mean, we've hung out thousands of times and uh, I, I honestly, I, 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 you're a good, good guy, man. You're a guy, you came from nothing. You came out here. You were at the Olympic Training Center. You had to plunge toilets there. You worked your ass off. You, you never made the team. Everybody was like, kind of looked at you. They were like, oh, that's Usman. Uh, good luck with your career. And now look at you, man. You're killing it. You're killing it, bro. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know if I plunge the toilet, but, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, you know, it, it just attests to hard work. I, I worked and worked and put in the time and, you know, uh, I have big goals for myself. I didn't get into this to just be another guy. So, you know, I'm going to do what I do best. I'm going to keep winning until they can't deny me a spot. So, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos versus Tyron Woodley, who do you think wins? Tyron Woodley, first round devastating KO. Uh, Woodley versus Colby Covington. 30 seconds devastating KO. <laughs> Tyron Woodley. So then why aren't you calling out Woodley then? Even, see, I'm, I'm a realist. I'm realistic. There, I, I, don't, I don't like guys that just jump in and just because they have one win, they're, oh, yeah, I'm going to call out the champion. That makes no sense. That's not a fight you're ever going to get. It makes no sense. I'm, I'm a realist. I know I'm about two fights, one or two fights away from Woodley. I'm going to focus on those one or two fights, something that can realistically happen. What is the point of me calling the guy, which they're not going to It's just running your mouth and making noise. I call out Woodley. They're not going to give me Woodley. None of the top 10 guys would agree to fight me. Why the hell would they give me Woodley? You know, I'm a realist. I'm going to focus on the guys that makes sense that I, I know I can get, like Kobe Covington. I, once I beat him up, then obviously people are like, oh, shit, this guy is ready. Then I'll get call out Woodley. But there's no point in making noise or blowing smoke. I'm here to be, be a real, I'm a real guy. So I'm here to be real and not just here for entertainment. Tony Ferguson, Khabib, who wins that fight? Khabib. How? However he wants. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, this weekend, Chael Sonnen versus Rampage, the fight that we're all waiting for. Uh, <laughs> who wins this fight? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it depends on which Rampage shows up. If Rampage has been training, then I want to give it to Rampage. But if a 265-pound Rampage comes in and hasn't really been training, then I give it to Chael. My decision. Has anybody ever embarrassed you in sparring? Like, have you ever been like, got fucked up? You're like, man, I don't know. Yes. Who? Rashad Evans. Wow. Look at that. That. Really? Wow. That's, that's, yeah. That's about, that's, about three years ago. He, three, three years ago, three, four years ago. He was on the road for a while. You know, this was, yeah, about four years ago when he was still, before the knee injuries. 
Right. He was uh, he was on the road, and I'm like, oh, he hasn't been training in a month. He ain't got shit. I've been training nonstop for like eight months. Oh, uh, he can't do anything. He comes in the sparring cold, not even warmed up. Beats the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> he just dog shit out of me. I just remember going home that whole day. And I didn't want to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but you got you got better. That's the thing, man. It's like same with comedy. You don't get better from the shows you kill. It's yeah, when you bomb. Exactly. When you bomb and you have to think, I don't belong here. What have I done? Why am I doing this? That's when you come back and that's what gets you better. Unfortunately, you have to be there when you bomb and you got to be there when you get your shit beaten out of you. So, uh, yeah, 1,000%. And I've, I've bombed plenty of times. So uh, I hear you. Um, now, Rashad has seven kids. Uh, have you told them to kind of use protection at any time? Or, I mean, I know you're friends with them. <laughs> Oh, he has four kids, not seven. <laughs> four, four that he knows of. Uh, I mean, aren't you, aren't you a friend? Aren't you saying, hey, Rashad, listen, man, you're having too many kids. You might just want to, you know, use protection. <laughs> no, I haven't had that talk. He's, he's the big brother. I can't give him those talks. All right. How many kids do you have? I have one daughter. Oh, congratulations. Uh, how, how old? She's three and a half. Are you, are you going to have her wrestle? Hell no. <laughs> really? She's a gymnast. She's a gymnast, but she uh, she hits mitts and stuff, so she she works on the back, so she knows how to throw a punch. What, did, she, did she get mad at you for saying the 30% comment? She, when you came home and she was like, Daddy, it wasn't clear what you meant? No, she didn't get mad. All right. She, uh, <laughs> she thought I was talking about juice or something. <laughs> Well, listen, buddy. Thank, I know you're tired. You're not even going to remember this in the morning, uh, even though even though it's totally normal to nap at five o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, but but listen, thank you for being on the podcast. I, I I'm a, I'm a huge fan of yours. Uh, I hope you get. I hope you win the belt one day. I, I think you will. You have all the talent in the world, man. So uh, thank you. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care, buddy. All right, see you, buddy. Bye. All right. Bye, bye. All right. I think. My, I just did another podcast the other day, an MMA podcast. My hot take was that he'll coach against Covington, beat Covington in the fight. Uh, Woodley beats RDA uh, December card this year. Those two will fight for the belt. I don't know. It's, I mean, I think Woodley it's beats a lot of RDA. Ass, I, him and Covington, it's an interesting fight. You know, I think I think he could. I think either. Uh, I don't know. It's a tough fight. Mm-hmm. I think Kamar, Kamaru's a fucking beast for anybody. Yeah. But uh, but Woodley has a. Uh, I mean, but Covington's got a great pace. Yeah. But they both don't like each other. Mm-hmm. So um, that'll be a great fight. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to see that. Basically, season. whoever comes on the podcast last is who I'm going to say is going to win. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll be walking yeah. down to the. But I like both those guys. I think I think Kamaro could be champion. I, I know yeah. he could be champion. Yeah, you know, I, I know he could be champion. The guy, he's got all the tools. Yeah, and, he's, and his striking's better. He, it's scary how good he is. This guy's right. winning with that guy. I mean, just the talent and and, the, and he's a hardworking guy. Mm-hmm. He's a nice guy too. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and I, I I'm he, good for him going on so, going off social media. Yeah. That's enough fighters don't do that because uh, they get too wrapped up in whatever else. Trap sons and trap don't trap don't trap. Tuni sons to hook them door pot land. Tada stolt and door pot a borrow tie.